of no hate, but, you know, what I've discovered is, and what they even admitted in the press, was because it was, because the Gay and Lesbian Fund of Colorado was sponsoring the campaign. They were one sponsor, and their logo was on the banner, and they took issue with that, because Wheatland is apparently not ready for a pro-gay agenda, but guess what? We're very pro-gay agenda on this show. And we have people from Wheatland coming in to say that they are ready for a pro-gay agenda. What do you know? You know, this we're not always a backwards state. We have plenty of dedications tonight. Most of them are going out to the Wheatland School Board. And these comments are going to be sent to the Wheatland School Board. Every single school board member, you will get a CD of these comments. I'm going to do a slight disclaimer right now. All opinions stated tonight are those of the of the person who is stating them. They are not necessarily the opinions of 93.5 KOCA. But I fully endorse this message on this show. Cognitive dissonance completely endorses every single thing that is going to be said tonight. We are still going to have D-Bag of the Week. We are still going to have the malcontent. The fundits are going to say a little bit. And we're going to kick it off with a member of the Laramie community who couldn't be here tonight. He's out of town, Kyle Bushbaker from Laramie. He's a student at the University of Wyoming, but he is also a GLBTQ activist. I look forward to the rest of the folks getting in here, and you'll be hearing from them on the breaks. Right now, though, here's Kyle. After we hear from Kyle, we'll be going into our music with social distortion and moral threat. You're listening to 93.5 KOCA. All right, and so I'm sitting here with Kyle Bushbaker here at the University of Wyoming, a local Laramie GLBTQ activist, and I'd invited you to come on my show to talk about the recent Wheatland School Board decision, but unfortunately you're going to be out of town, so we're recording this on Thursday. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so give me some of your thoughts just on the Wheatland School Board's decision. What do you think? I, I, I personally think it's a little ridiculous. Um, they're... Kind of, I don't know. There's so many kids that are having issues and stuff like that at such a young age, and just creating an environment of hate is just not—it's not cool in my book. Um, I guess like the main thing I, I want to talk about is kind of like issues for like GLBT youth and um, how like 10% of the population is gay, yet GLBT youth account for 30% of all completed suicide. 30%? Yeah, 30%. <laughs> wow, that's a pretty high proportion for only 10% of people. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and before age 17, young gay males are six times, are 16 times as likely, and young lesbians are 12 times as likely to attempt suicide. Oh my gosh, so... This whole idea that the No Place for Hate banners, um, that pulling them down doesn't send a message, that's pretty patently false then. Yeah, definitely. It is. 
because, you know, GLBTQ youth are already struggling with the fact that they live in, as one school board member put it, an ultra-conservative community. And I would be guessing that the No Place for Hate banners were probably a welcome sign. Definitely. Any time that um, a GLBT student sees something like that, they recognize it, and it really, like, it really impacts their life, like, that they... They can feel they can feel safe, or they can reach out to places that do feel safe. And I'm not I'm not really um, I haven't really been exposed to that program per se. But I bet with that program, there's definitely links or hotlines where these people can talk to somebody or something like that. Yeah, and you know, one of the most interesting things about this decision is the um, American definition. The American Defamation League, they're the ones who are sponsoring this program, mm-hmm. and it is not specifically for, you know, gay and lesbian youth, but they tore it down because of the logo on the banner for Gay and Lesbian Fund of Colorado. So to me, that's an even bigger message than if it was, you know, we're just taking the banners down. Yeah, I think it is, too, and I, especially with the controversy just being about pretty much the, the point of them pulling it down was it was promoting a gay and lesbian, like, um... It was just propaganda to create gays and lesbians, which is yeah. not true. Like, you can't force somebody to be gay or a lesbian. You Especially, know you yeah. yeah, just by looking at a logo. Let's see here. How many times have we seen the logo for the Republican Party, and we're still, you know, absolutely liberal? I'm very liberal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I just don't understand the big deal. And it's really just about creating a safe environment in a school atmosphere, not just for GLBT youth, but for all Everyone. youth, everybody. Like, it just creates a safe haven for diversity in any form. So, then that's how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I, I can remember people getting picked on in high school. I mean, I was one of them. Yeah. So, I totally can understand how this anti-bullying campaign can be beneficial and if there was anything that you could say to the Wheatland School Board what would you say to them? I would definitely tell them that without saying anything awful just to pull their heads out (laughs) (laughs) and like just look at the big picture it's not just for um, like I said it's not just for GLBT youth it's for everybody so let's see like look at the value of the program. Who is? We got to look at the population that it's going to affect, and it's going to affect more people than just the GLBT community. Although the controversy is about GLBT individuals, it's going to affect such a larger community. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for letting me record this and have fun out of town. <laughs> I will. <laughs>
Pray for a new age. Pray for information. I can hope see, even if I don't believe. Pray for a new state. Pray for communication. I can hope see, even if I don't believe. Oh, and I believe.
All right, that was The Strokes with New York City Cops. Before that, we had God and Country, The Thermals, and Social D, Moral Threat, kicking off the music tonight. You're listening to Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. Tonight is the very special Cognitive Edition. And standing here with me is Frank, a Wheatland High School graduate who actually alerted me to the um, ridiculousness being perpetuated by the Wheatland School Board. So, Frank, what was your first thought when you saw this? Um, can I say douchebaggery on the air? (laughs) Yes, you Uh, can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically, I was not very happy, and it was one of my friends from Wheatland that kind of alerted me to it. Facebook is a wonderful medium. It is. For that kind of thing. Well, anyway, him and a large group of other people ended up writing a letter to the editor of the Wheatland paper. I don't know how that went. I did sign my name on that, though. Excellent. As a Wheatland graduate. My whole issue with the thing is not about being gay or straight or, you know, white or black. It's about the message that the Wheatland School Board, the Platte County School District Board, decided that they would not have in their school about Stop the Hate. And Stop the Hate is an important message. Because whether you're gay or straight, black or white, short, tall, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, whatever, hate crimes are not something we need to have in our schools. No, and I mean, it, the the thing that infuriates me about this is what you hit on. This wasn't about necessarily being gay. This was an anti-bullying campaign. And when they, you know, tore down these banners, that, to me... Specifying the reason is is because it's a GLBTQ organization is one of the sponsors. That's to me like saying, no hate except these people. To me, what it's what the school board is saying, I guess, is one of two things. Number one, it's okay to hate. I don't think that's what they're trying to say. No. Number two is pretty much what you said. It's okay, or it's not okay to hate. Unless um, unless you agree with us, and then it's okay to hate these people. Yeah, it, unless you don't agree with their lifestyle right, choice right. or whatever. Because, I mean, that's, that's actually one of the things that they said in the paper was that if somebody wants to live that kind of alternative lifestyle, that's fine, but just not in their school. And that's another thing. Um, basically, they are taking down the no place for hate things because it's sponsored partially by a gay and lesbian organ- organization. You know, never mind that the... The scoreboard in the Wheatland High School gymnasium that's at all the basketball games displaying the scores is sponsored by Pepsi. Let's not, you know, childhood let's take obesity. that down. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a problem for sure. So why are, why are we supporting childhood obesity in our schools? <laughs> you know, like let's, let's take the pop machines out while we're at it and the candy machines there we sitting go. in the commons. Yeah, Wheatland School Board, why are you cool with fat kids, huh? Why are you cool with making your students fat? There's a question for you for your next board meeting, which is February 15th in Wheatland. Hint. <laughs> well, anything else that you'd like to say, Frank? Not really. That's pretty much all I had. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming in and thanking you. And thank you also for alerting me to this while I was in D.C. Quick plug, Lambda Rising Bookstore on Connecticut Avenue. They actually gave us a bunch of pins and bumper stickers, which our speakers are receiving tonight. They actually closed that weekend. The owner retired after 35 years, and they gave us a bunch of stuff for $2.50 for this show, for this show's purpose. So there are people in D.C. who were outraged by this decision. 
not just Wyoming. It's not just Wheatland. No. I mean, when I look on the when I look on the blogs, all I'm seeing is, didn't these people learn their lesson from Matthew Shepard? Yeah, we did, and that's why we're here tonight. Yep, definitely. All right, well, thanks again, Frank, for coming on. i got to take a quick look at your weather now for tonight. Look for partly cloudy skies with a low of around 6. Wind chills getting below zero with negative 5. Tomorrow, mostly sunny skies with a high near 35. But we're getting screwed on the wind chill because wind chill value still as low as negative 5. And tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies with a low of around 12. Cool. Can so, I plug your show? Yes. It's 93.5 KOCA FM with Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. Yes. Thank you, Frank. We're going to keep it moving. This is a request from Wheatland. James McMurtry out here in the middle. As Frank said, 93.5 KOCA. They broke into your car last night. Took the stereo now you say you don't know why you even live there anymore The garage man didn't see a thing So you guess it was an inside job You made a reservation, table for three Said you'd have to wait, somebody must have bribed the maitre d'. The boss got mad and he blamed it all on you. The food was bad and the deal fell through.
Cognitive Dissonance with Meg on 93.5 KOCA. Back or ass, my good man. Time to kick back, drink your beers, and smoke your weed. Smile pretty, watch your there. Smile pretty, watch your. 
All right, Laramie, that was the Gutter Twins with God's Children. We are all God's Children. You're listening to Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. Before that, we had Ani DeFranco with Every State Line. And you could replace nearly any of the states in that song with the state of Wyoming. Um, just saying. So we've been taking comment on the Wheatland School Board's decision. It's actually Platte County School District number one. And before I introduce our next speaker, I would like to remind the folks that there were three people who voted to keep these banners up. So not everybody was against this decision. It was a split decision, four to three. But those four that voted against it, you significantly um, sent a message that I don't think you meant to. So our next speaker that we have here is Will Welch of Laramie. Hello, Will. I'm, I'm from Riverton, by the way, FYI. You're, so you're from, actually from Riverton, yeah? I'm from Wyoming, right. yeah. Yeah, you're originally from Wyoming, and... I told you about this, and you were pretty much like WTF, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so, when you first heard about this, when you first heard about this decision, what did you think? Well, okay, so I really thought, I mean, I read the thing in the paper. Yeah, yeah, the article, right? the yeah. Article, and it said that the reason that they, that they decided to do this was because they were concerned that it would be promoting gay lifestyles or something. Oh, okay? okay, yeah. And so I just have something to tell people, all right? You cannot teach people to be gay. People are yeah. either gay or they're not. You can't teach people to be gay. Yeah. You can teach people not to hate other people. You can teach people not to hate gay people. Yeah. And, you know, the, the in the article, they said, we're not against it. It's not like we're trying to dog on everybody, you know, but I've, evidently, when they said we're going to take down a no-hate banner because there are gay people behind it, that says that they're tolerating hate. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and I mean, they're talking about, like, this logo for Gay and Lesbian Fund of Colorado, okay? And before you came on, we were discussing the fact that I've seen the GOP logo my entire life, and I have yet to vote Republican. I have seen that elephant ever since I was a child, and I have not been indoctrinated with the Republican viewpoint. Right, and it, all, it, all it is is a sign that says, no place for hate. Yeah. And that was up for a long time until somebody realized that there were some gay people that sponsored it because oh, they didn't no. want to be hated on. Yeah. Right? And so, I mean, it's very obvious when they keep it up there forever and then they come back and say, well, all right, we're going to take it down because there's some gay people behind it. We're going to take down the no hating sign because there are gay people that don't want to be hated. Yeah. Um, I, this is my theory, okay? I think that this could possibly be some avant-garde performance art demonstrating the concept of irony. I think, I think what it really is, is that there are some people that are afraid of things that they don't know, and that's understandable, but that's, I mean, those people should try to be more open-minded, but I think that there's also maybe some people that are just hating ass rednecks. There you go! Alright, I mean, and we don't have to put up with that. We don't have to have, this is a school. You have, yeah. you have kids there that aren't out of the closet, you have kids there that have gay family, you have people yes. there that go to that school that need to be able to feel comfortable. Exactly. And, you know, to take down the sign because of homosexuality is crazy. I mean, that's crazy. It wasn't it doing is. anything but saying not not to hate people. Yeah. It wasn't it, telling you not to be whatever you exactly. are. Exactly. And real quick here, before we get back into our music, Will, I'm going to read this with you. This is the resolution of respect that the elementary school kids got. These are the kids that they were worried about the indoctrination. One, I promise to do my best to treat everyone fairly. I promise to do my best to be kind to everyone, even if they are not like me. If I see someone being hurt or bullied, I will tell a teacher. Everyone should be able to feel safe and happy in school. I want our school to be no place for hate. 
Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. Where did you see the gay part? Well, I didn't see any gay part except for that gay people are just are people too, and so then it's for everybody, right? So apparently we have an asterisk on the whole no place for hate thing now. Um, apparently some people have an asterisk. I exactly. don't know that everybody does. Yeah, because I think that there's, let's see here, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 people now in this studio who think that um, there should be no asterisk on that statement. So... I think, that's I think there were also three people in Wheatland in the school board that thought that there should be no asterisk. Exactly. Asterisk. So right. now we're up to how many? 16 now? 16 to 4? Well, and really, what's the point? What is the point of making a statement like that when you could have just not made a statement like that and everybody could have just been fine? You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This whole, oh, five parents called and complained to me. Since when do we cater to five people in the entire district? And That's there were a I lot of students know. that really felt offended that they took it down. Exactly. All right, well, thanks so much for coming in, Will. And again, these comments are being sent to the school board of Wheatland, and I hope you enjoy it. I might even leave the music in for you so you can hear it. Up next, Tom Petty, American Girl, 93.5 KOCA.
life Don't you let them tell you when to bat your eyes You're the only one who's gonna sacrifice Makes no difference if you're right or wrong I take that route But I want your little sister by your side Maybe a little later we can all collide Do I live in like a rolling stone Time on me is wasted time Time on me is wasted time Time on me is wasted time Time on me is wasted And so smile I run out free
Right, that was Drive-By Truckers with Never Gonna Change, and that one could totally be about the Waitland School Board, because right now they say they're never gonna change, but one can only hope you're listening to Meg. It's cognitive dissonance, and sighing dramatically behind me is the angry malcontent, and he is actually pissed off about things other than Waitland tonight. He has a continuous level of pissed offedness, but Grr. yes, sir, indeed, but tonight... He's not talking about Wheatland. Not that that doesn't suck. Yeah, but there are plenty of other people talking about it tonight, so he is going to bring in another point. So I will go on ahead and introduce you. The young malcontents, they vandalize shit. The old ones give you nasty, nasty looks over the Wall Street Journal. In the coffee shop, the ones of a certain age, middle age, whatever he wants me to call him these days, they call him to talk radio. I cut out the middleman and bring him straight to you, ladies and gentlemen, the angry malcontent. So, President Obama went today to talk to GOP members of the House at their retreat in Maryland. And to the shock of no one, he reiterated his plea for bipartisanship. He asked, again, for an end to the legislative gridlock. And he stated that the American people don't want Washington, and I'm quoting here, Washington to continue being so Washington-like. <laughs> After chiding them for a bit... Uh, uh, for the party line votes that it stalled the stimulus bill and then patting them on the back for being willing to spend freely in Afghanistan, he closed with, and I'm quoting again, I'm ready and eager to work with anyone who is willing to proceed in the spirit of goodwill. <sighs> Isn't he adorable? Despite how ex exasperated I am by his optimism, I am impressed with his perseverance. He has this dogged belief in the basic goodness of the GOP that is just amazing, and as far as I can see, completely unfounded. I like to think of him as an incredibly eloquent Charlie Brown, just trying time and time again to kick the bipartisan football. He always seems to believe that today is the day the Lucys of the GOP are not going to yank it away. Unfortunately, the failure archetype that suits this situation best are not Charlie Brown and Lucy, but Sisyphus and The Rock. Obama trudges up the hill pushing the bipartisan boulder before him, only to watch it tumble down again and again and again. The key difference in these two visions of the president's efforts is that while Charlie Brown could conceivably someday actually kick the fucking ball, Sisyphus is cursed to fail for eternity. The French absurdist Albert Camus 
insisted, quote, one must imagine Sisyphus happy because the struggle itself towards the heights is enough to fill a man's heart. Obama runs the risk here of becoming this absurd hero, living only to struggle at a task that can never be realized. And it's a lovely way to be remembered by history, and I'm sure it would warm his heart in his golden years to know that he stuck to his principles. But I'd rather remember him as the president who pulled us out of the trench that was dug by the Bush hegemony. Maybe even just the guy who lets gays serve openly in the military. Anything is better than recalling him as the president who best impersonated Wiley Coyote. The only thing that's ever created bipartisanship in our government is war. We're usually pretty unified in kicking the shit out of someone else. But even on that, it's not much of a stretch across the aisle for the Republicans who are mostly gun-loving hawks anyway. Bipartisan governance has never existed in any democracy. Hell, even Julius Caesar had to deal with filibusters by Cato the Younger. Factionalism is actually an integral part of how democracies have always worked. Obama needs to stop trying to undo human nature. In fact, Mr. President, you just need to accept it. They are never going to join with you, never going to let you succeed. They're never going to let you in the treehouse. And while I can admire your impressive stomach for failure, we all need you to get some shit done before the political pendulum swings back to the right. Once that happens, they're going to claim the Democrats strong-armed them anyway. If you're going to get accused of it regardless, you might as well just go ahead and do it. Change the cloture rules, kill the filibuster, do whatever it takes, but swing the sledgehammer the American people have given the Democrats and let the GOP push the fucking rock for a while. This is cognitive dissonance and we all fully endorse this message. You can hear the folks cheering out there for you. I think this is the biggest round of applause the malcontent has ever gotten, probably representing the liberal frustration that we are all feeling right now. Okay, breathe. So, we're still going to have D-Bag and Fundits coming up later. Some more people to chat. I have another one by request, Laramie by Amy Ray of the Indigo Girls. Folks, I would like you to pay attention to the lyrics of this song, because it's basically about how Laramie is just another town, even though, yes, Matthew Shepard was murdered here. And guess what, kids? On all the blogs, on all the national news stories, guess what's popping up in the comments first? Gee, Wheatland's only an hour and a half away from Laramie. Boy, Wyoming hates those gay people. You know, we're trying to move past it. At least some of us are. You're listening to Meg, 93.5 KOCA.
listening to Cognitive Dissonance on 93.5 KOCA. Oh, Jesus, see me through this.
Life's not so bad Now we know Who's been fucking the guru Rock on, rock on With a fashionable frown was Ben Folds with the frown song. That one's totally going out to you um, Wheatland School Board peeps because spread the love around, okay? It's, a, it's all about wearing your fashionable frown, but knock it off and spread the love around. You're listening to Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. How are you bitches tonight? Because I'm fired up, okay? I'm fired up. We've been taking public comment all night on the Wheatland School Board issue, tearing down no-hate banners because you have an issue with the fact that it's sponsored by a GLBTQ group. You know, that's really cute, but a lot of people are pretty ticked about this. And standing here with me is Laura, who lives in Sibyl Canyon. Yes? That's right, Sibyl Canyon. Okay, Sibyl Canyon. See, I'm not originally from Wyoming. and who when is? I, when I <laughs> Right? We're all transplants. When I first got here, I kept saying Governor Freudenthal. And... <laughs> I was actually on radio at the time, and finally somebody pulled me aside, and they're like, you know, it's Friedenthal, right? And I'm like, no, I didn't know that. Wouldn't be making an ass of myself every day if I knew that. Thanks. But, so what was your first thought, though, when you heard about this? Oh, wow. Wheatland makes the news again. (laughs) I know. Can we please make the national news for something like a, I don't know, saving a puppy from a lake or something? Anything. I mean, you know, we had... We had a um, county attorney sort of fiasco thing yeah. going on. Yeah. That went on for a while. We had mm-hmm. the football player who slashed another football player because, gee, I want to kick the ball. Yeah, that, was, that, that was interesting. And now we have this, which I think is getting going bigger and badder than any of those have gone. It is. And the thing is, is it's just, <laughs> I keep joking about it being, you know, avant-garde performance art about irony, but... The sad thing is, is it's not. And to, to claim that it's not anything bigoted, that's hard. Well, I mean, if you look at the actual quotes that the people who voted to take those banners down made, it's impossible to say that it wasn't bigoted because they yeah. said, this is why we are taking these banners down. And thankfully, as you pointed out, and I think other people have pointed out, three people... Out of the seven said, yes. no, I think we should keep them up. And that was made after they heard the presentation and after, by students and after they, they heard about what was going on. It was an educated decision that they made to say, no, I don't think we should take them down. I don't think we need to take them down. Exactly. So, I mean, this decision, basically it was one person. If you figure it was four to three, yeah. one person could have, you know, made it go the other way. And and then we wouldn't even be talking about this tonight. I would probably be bitching about just 
probably the lack of ice removal on campus because I just about ate it into the classroom <laughs> building today, I'd probably be bitching about that. But instead, I've actually got something serious to bitch about, and I'm pretty thrilled. Yes. In a and, way. Right? Well, and I, and I think, I think you know, you look at the, you know, no pun intended, you look at the rainbow on the other side of this, yep. and it's that the students, the people... The, you know, the citizens of Wheatland, of Wyoming, and actually of the nation. When you look at, the, you know, there's a petition on um, Weederville.com yes. that, you know, right now, the last time I looked, it was over 600 signatures. Yes. I think there's going to be more, and they're from all over. So yes. this, this is not, it has gone beyond Wheatland, and I think that's the rainbow. The yeah. fact that, you know, Wheatland has a second chance. You don't always get a second chance. No, you Wheatland don't. has a chance... To make the right decision. And not only that, but we have the chance to be known for once for tolerating gay people. Okay? Because it's like I've said before, every single comment that I've seen on blogs from somebody outside of Wyoming. Oh, that's wasn't Matthew Shepard killed in Wyoming? Yes, yes, we know. Okay? It was horrible. And, you know, we don't want to be known for that. We want to be known for tolerance. We want to be known for acceptance. Right. And, you know, hey, slam me, damn me, but I want more than acceptance. I mean, yeah. more than tolerance. I want acceptance. Yeah, I don't you think tolerate it's enough. a headache. Exactly. I tolerate, oh, my throat is scratchy. I think, and this is what No Place for Hate was all about, is respect and acceptance exactly. for everyone. You know, and we've gone through the whole list. It, there yeah. was no gay issue until... The now. school board meeting until and January 8th. Here is actually the one that was being read in the high schools. This is the resolution of respect. And I pledge from this day forward to do my best to combat prejudice and to stop those who, because of hate or ignorance, would hurt anyone or violate their civil rights. I will try at all times to be aware of my own biases and seek to gain understanding of those who I perceive as being different from myself. I will speak out against all forms of prejudice and discrimination. I will reach out to support those who are targets of hate. I will think about specific ways my community members can promote respect for people and create a prejudice-free zone. I firmly believe that one person can make a difference and that no person can be an innocent bystander when it comes to opposing hate. I recognize that respecting individual dignity, achieving equality, and promoting intergroup harmony are the responsibilities of all people. Where did you see the exception for gay people in there? <laughs> That's just it. There's nothing. There's no gay there agenda there. And that exact thing that you read is what is on the petition. If yes. you go to Weederville, you sign the petition, that's what you're signing. You're saying, this is what I want, this is what we want. And whether you're from Wheatland, whether you're from Wyoming, wh wherever you're from, yes, that it, it's a wonderful goal, it's a, a fantastic goal. And there's no gay agenda there. The gay agenda no. is just not there. The gay agenda is on my show, okay? <laughs> it's on my show, school board. So, you know, you guys can worry about the gay agenda in your schools, but it really doesn't exist. If you want, though, I invite you to come to 93.5 KOCA 365 West Grand in Laramie, and you can um, just completely, you know, make fun of me for my gay agenda because I'm a grown-up and I can take it. All right? I will dish it out as well as you give it, too. That's, that's the challenge. Bring it. All right? Bring it. I have a bad attitude. So. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what I've been told. I, I have a bad attitude. But, again, no place for hate. Really? Really? That's what you got to tear down? You know, and, and let me just say, uh, messages from some people in Wheatland, one that I heard was, wow, I'm really impressed and, and in awe of the kids in Wheatland, the alumni in Wheatland, the people who are saying, whoa, this is not right. 
And yeah. I'll tell you, it's not easy to step up in Wheatland and say this is not right. No. It's so, you know, kudos to all of those who have and who are. Yes, and kudos to those who spoke tonight. We actually did have a Wheatland alumni come forward and speak tonight. I heard that. Yes. Yeah, I was very thrilled to hear that. We're going to keep the music moving. We have a punk rock cover of the times they are changing by the asexuals, not homosexuals, asexuals, (laughs) 93.5 K-O-C-A.
All right, so that song totally ended before I thought it was going to. You know, <laughs> I, you're listening to Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. I'm standing here with Chris Hume, and you actually do the show before mine. Oh, yes, but and you I plugged it. Yes. And I plugged you, that is, your show. That, that just sounded dirty. <laughs> dirty, dirty, dirty. I, in, the, in the most Disney way, though. Exactly, in the most Disney kind of way. There's all kinds of urban legends, though, about dirty Disney so, but anyways, you stuck around because you actually wanted to make a comment on this Wheatland issue. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's not just these little towns with 4,000 people. I mean, it sounds, it's disgusting what's going on up there and that, you know, 20 years, you know, behind the time. But, you know, it's it's like it's endemic in the national scene, too, like it CBS. Is. Yeah. CBS with the Super Bowl. I just read today that they declined um, a $3 million ad that was going to sponsor a gay dating service, while at the same time yep. overwhelmingly endorsing an ad for Focus on the Family. So there are closet yep. homophobes on the national scene, too, you know? Exactly. And, you know, I think in Wyoming, especially Wyoming progressives, we are more sensitive to this kind of issue because <clears throat> we've mentioned several times on the show, you know, this is where Matthew Shepard is murdered. We are seen as the stereotypical redneck state that hates people. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I just moved here six months ago, and everybody I know who lives out on the coast are like, oh, you, you live in that town where that guy was killed. Yeah. And I, that's just so completely a, a myth. I mean, it happened, but when, yeah. you, when, you, when you drive through this town and other bigger towns in the state, it's not, not the case. In fact, Wyoming actually does acknowledge gay married couples who move to this state as married. Oh, out, out we, we tried our damnedest, though, to not do that. But the, the measure, HJ-17, that failed on the House floor. Actually, um, was it a close race? No. Uh, Judiciary Committee, it was a very, very close vote, similar to this Wheatland School Board vote. And they did not, um, they did not really push for it in the House. And they have tried this before, and it has never really been successful. Well, then so, they have to strip equality state off their flag. Yeah, that was one of our points at the rally that we had against HJ-17, is we said equality state what? Yeah, really. And that's kind of how that's kind of how we're viewing this right now. It's the equality state what? So is this is this um, Wheatland incident 
going national, or is it just state news? It has. It has gone national. The AP Wire picked this up today, and it has gone national, and I'm not going to be surprised if we are on um, Jon Stewart or Rachel Maddow or anything. In fact, I welcome it because I really think that we need to place pressure on the school board because, honestly, tearing down a banner that says no hate. Yeah. And, and for the reason that they did it. Well, obviously, it was like no hate as long as you're straight, you know? Super maybe, lame. That's the, maybe that's their new motto. That's kind of catchy. No hate as long as you're straight. No hate as long as you're straight. I know. I know. It's, it's sadly catchy. And How old? Um, was this a high school or a junior high? This is a high school and an elementary school. Okay, because when I was in sixth grade, when I first heard the word gay, it, it, I, I was, uh, it was because like, I dropped a ball in, in the kickball game and someone yeah. called me gay and had nothing to do with homosexuality. It just meant, you're stupid. So yeah, you know, kids these days, at least, I don't know if it's the case now, but back that hap- when that happened to me, uh, you know, your, your brain is wired to think gay equals bad. And it's the teacher's fault for not getting the kids in the classroom and teaching tolerance. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is it's like now if, if somebody was to say, oh, God, you're so gay to someone... They might actually get chewed out for that. Because yeah. I can remember people using that as an insult when I was in school. But I have a younger cousin named Allison who actually confronted a bully over calling her gay. And he got suspended for using a slur. Wow. It was considered a slur. And when I was in school, it was, eh, kids will be kids. So we're moving on. But Wheatland, I mean, god damn, if they're not digging their heels in. Yeah, well, I wonder if it was out of just pure blind ignorance, or did the school board do it out of fear of being voted out? No, they said that it was because Wheatland's an ultra-conservative community, and they're not ready for this kind of thing. Oh, right, just like America's not ready for a black president? Yeah, kind of like that. That, Mm. that. It's actually pretty similar. And, you know, we've got 16 people in the studio right now who would probably disagree with that, and we actually have a Wheatland alumnus in the studio. We have folks from Wheatland and around Wheatland here in the studio, we have basically a whole bunch of people that live here in Wyoming that are totally ready for a no hate campaign. Because, well, you know, baby steps. Because to me, a no hate campaign is actually just kind of baby steps. Good. Well, it should, it should just be a good message to the rest of the country that Wyoming isn't a bunch of shit kickers. Exactly. We're not a bunch of shit kickers. We do. Ex- there are some that exist, but we progressives, we do exist too. Oh, we yeah. are not unicorns. <laughs> I mean,. We are not unicorns. So if you could say one thing to the Wheatland School Board, what would you say? Wake up. You're 20 or 30 or maybe a 1,000 years behind the rest of the country. Thank you, Chris. All right. Well, we will, we're going to play you one more song here, Archers of Loaf. We're going to be back with another speaker here in about two minutes, 93.5 KOCA. Trading tongues with the mutes and the steeple. Avoiding all the people Afraid of saying the wrong things It only hurts to help the victims know That it's just a joke Draining the tap attached to the back of their skulls And the same thing that makes us laugh Steps our mouth, stabs our back, leaks out from the reservoir. Winning, cause it's winning all the time. And the main thing is that time and time. 
All right, you're listening to Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. And as promised, we have another speaker here that you just heard Archers of Loaf Mutes in the Steeple. You heard the very, like, first two notes of the next song, um, but you'll get to hear it after the speaker. We've been commenting all night, taking public comment on the Wheatland School Board's decision to tear down the Anti-Defamation League's banners, which say no hate. And standing next to me is Mara Sabatka of Laramie. And Mara... What was your first thought when you heard about the school board's decision? Oh, wow. Gosh. Oh, gosh. I had so many. There were so many thoughts that were going through my head. I have to admit, though, my first thought when I heard about this decision was that I am very, very, very glad that my younger brother did not, does not go to school there and never went to school there because that would just be, that would, that would be terrible. My younger brother is, uh, well, okay. The, the term that we use in uh, the term that we use in women's studies and queer theory is gender fucked, and that's what he is because he's, you know, he's not only is he transgender, but he's like gay, le- gay lesbian. He's everything, and he's very open about it. And uh, he was he was treated very very badly as a kid uh, because of this because he. Um, you know, he always acted different from the other kids. He didn't yeah. realize he didn't realize that he was, you know, that he was gender fucked. Again, pardon my language. I know it's like 11:30, but whatever. And uh, <laughs> you know, he knew, he knew he didn't really have a word for it until he was about 17. Yeah. But the kids around him seemed to know it, and he just kind of acted weirder than everybody else. And the really sad thing was the, the schools in uh, Lander, where he used to go, and. Uh, Oh, God, Lander's school system is awful. I know, I had to skip a grade because okay, it was terrible. Okay, but anyway, yeah. um, they they did nothing to help people like that. The counseling that they had available was terrible, and I don't even want to know what would have happened if something like this had happened there. It's just, yeah. to think of all the kids that have to suffer because of school systems like this just makes me sick. And, you know, and the thing is, is like we've said tonight many times, this campaign is not specifically geared towards gay students. It's not specifically geared towards, you know, tolerating no, just not at all. homosexuality. This is about fostering an atmosphere for a safe school, for a, for non-bullying, and to me, to single out one specific group. That is why it's now about the gay agenda. It is. And I mean it wasn't it wasn't even about that to begin with just because exactly. it was sponsored by a certain group who doesn't believe that hatred is a family value because, you know, <laughs> God knows yeah. that's such a confusing concept. Exactly. That's just, I, I, I don't I don't understand the rationale behind it. I don't get it. I don't care if you're Christian. It's like, if you're Christian and you don't believe in the homosexual lifestyle, that's great. Don't do it. Yeah, just don't go get gay married. That's what yeah, one of my don't, friends Don't go get the gay married. Don't go like pussy. You know, don't do all this stuff. Yeah, well the thing is, is you know, when I when I think about this this whole um, just wrapping my head around the school board's decision, I can't think of any reason that can justify it other than bigotry. Because there have been a couple people I've talked to in the community who have done things like served on school boards, and what they said is if they had a problem with people sponsoring this campaign with advertisements, they can ask for a brand-neutral banner or flyer yeah. where it doesn't list the sponsors. Yeah, and that's not hard at all. They'd, so, they'd, be, they'd be totally happy to do that. Yeah, and that that would be a compromise, but he said... Uh, one uh, one of the people I was talking to said that if they had asked for that, then there wouldn't be the controversy. If they had asked for that and been denied that, yeah. 
But he said that would mean that they would have to pass a resolution that there's no advertising in that school whatsoever. And to me, this just smacks of violating the First Amendment. It does smack of violating the First Amendment, and it smacks of, you know, violating the, oh, God forbid, you know, Title IX protections that we all have now, thanks to the Matthew Shepard Act. You cannot be discriminated against because of your gender identity or sexual orientation. That is a law now. And they're borderline breaking it. I would agree with that. And, you know, all of these comments are getting sent to the Wheatland School Board. And, you know, I ask you, the school board members who voted against this, that if you're offended by anything that was said on this show, I ask you to imagine what's being said out on the interblogs and then um, multiply what has been said on here by a factor of about infinity. Because you are being cussed out all over the nation. We are being nice and polite. The petition okay. may not have circulated nationally yet. yet. And so. by the way, that position on that pe- that petition on Weederville.com, I ask those of you who signed the petition to say this one's for Jack. Oh, Jack, okay. you are such a Jack. lovely, lovely individual. We're gonna talk asshole. about we're gonna talk about Jack who doesn't know dick about anything Yay! in a little bit. Don't ask oh. how I know that. I'm not. Yeah, really thanks here for ruining the, the surprise. But hey, <laughs> you're listening to Meg. It's cognitive dissonance. This is a request coming all the way from California. This is the Kinks, Shepherds of the Nation. Guess what, guys? The four of you. This is going right out to you guys. This one is dedicated right to you guys. Let me flip here. Clara Powers, Joe Fabian, Lee Dunham, and Kelly Tyson. I want you to pay attention to these lyrics because unless you want to be known. As the shepherds of the nation, I would advise you to rethink your position on this whole school board issue. You're listening to Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. We'll be back with more speakers in a bit. Sex and sin, down with hot heroin, down with pornography, down with lust, down with vice, lechery, and debauchery. Centurions, shepherds of the nation, we'll keep on our guard for sin and degradation. We are the national guard against filth and depravity, perversion and vulgarity, homosexuality. Keep it clean, keep it clean, keep it clean, keep it clean. To cleanse humanity from the man in the raincoat's pale face glare. So Sodom might be one. We are the new 
the perv's in jail. Bring back the birch and the cat of nine tails. Bring back corporal punishment. Bring back the stuffs and the axman's block. Let righteousness righteousness Listening to Cognitive Dissonance on 93.5 KOCA. Make you have to hustle rent with your pistols up. Now if Uncle Sam Bama's in his murder game, we gon' rise out the ash like that bird of flame. Hoping you take action from the word I write. But if the police ask, you never heard my name. Five years old, I live half mass. Bedtime is 8 p.m. It's half past. Try to take me to bed, I make the mad dash. Scared in my sleep, I miss what had passed. Quarter century later, I'm still not sleeping. If I'm not involved, I feel I ain't breathing. If I can't change the world, I ain't leaving, baby. That's the same reason you should call me to see you. Drink liquor and help the damn revolution come quicker. Laugh, love, fucking drink liquor and help make a revolution. I'm here to laugh, love, fucking drink liquor and help the damn revolution come quicker. Laugh, love, fucking drink liquor and maybe make a revolution. I'm finna take shots and make a mark, not just take shots and make us mark. That's how they make us marks. We gotta try to see the whole system break apart. We finna drive to the lake and park before we start. Here's a club smelling like sweat from a perfume. She letting out whoops cause they playing her tune. If we could, we would stay here till it turned noon. Till the sky we exist and resume. It's millennium three. We call it a cup. It's a world conversation. I'm hollering stuff like we don't wallow them up. And squallowing up. Who's the culprit? Follow the buck. I'm just following up. Cause like me, you got to be in the middle of it. Unraveling the riddle of it. And to do that, you gon' ride on the powers of beat. Well, I'm finna ride. Would you take me home in a little bit? Laugh, love, fucking drink liquor. And help the damn revolution come quicker. Laugh, love, fucking drink liquor. Help make a revolution. I'm here to laugh, love, fucking drink liquor, and help the damn revolution come quicker. Laugh, love, fucking drink liquor, and maybe make a revolution.
corruption come put the laugh, fucking drink liquor and help make a revolution. You're listening to Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. And that was just the coup. Laugh, love, fuck, drink liquor. And then before that, we had the Kinks with Shepherds of the Nation. And that one, of course, was going out to the Wheatland School Board. Standing here with me is actually one of my partners in crime here. Um, the host of Checks and Balances here yeah. on 93.5 from 10 to 11, Andrew Simons. And... What do you think about this whole Wheatland School Board mess? As is my custom, I, I'm approaching this from a political standpoint. Please do. As we're hearing President Barack Obama talk about repealing Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and charging up the Democratic Party to put in place legislation that makes gay rights equal rights, we in the state of Wyoming are hearing absolutely nothing from our Democratic leadership. We don't have any kind of democratic organization to elect school board members. Our democratic organization pays no attention to gay yes. rights. This is why we have situations like this. This is why we're suddenly thrust onto the national stage as that state that took down the no bullying thing because <laughs> we can't we can't get around our heads that just because one out of six sponsors of this program happens to be an LGBT, LGBT group. There you go. Out, <laughs> out of Let's Colorado. Out of somebody. Out of somebody. Wait, Malcolm Penn, Peanut Gallery. Yes. Out of, not even out of Wyoming. They, and honestly, I think that has more to do with it than anything else. So you it's think because that those be damn greenies. Oh, you used the greenie word. It's I like the it. xenophobia that is prevalent in Wyoming that keeps us afraid of any kind of outside influence, any kind of influence that isn't so Judeo-Christian that it smothers any other fucking belief system in this little hick square of nothing that no other state wants. The only reason that this state exists is because it's a collection of land that is so pitiful that just for the sad commentary, we decided to build a state capitol building. That is the core of why we cannot accept any other lifestyle alternative mainstream in the rest of the country. That is why we in Wyoming have absolutely no democratic organization at all. If we could have some, maybe just one loyal opposition member in this state, 
I don't care if it's a governor. I don't care. And by the way, where is Governor Friedenthal on this? Why has nobody asked him to comment? Probably because he won't. The only probably thing people ask him. Democratic. Probably because the only thing people ask him, are you going to run? Our Democratic Party is so limp-wristed that they won't stand up for the rights of any citizen in this state. That is my sad, true commentary. Okay, you have an we audience behind you. We couldn't please. even get the pr- We couldn't even get the president of the College Democrats here to comment on this. No. Nope. Cr- I'm sorry. Tell us how you really feel, Andrew. Politics requires an opposition party, and we can't even get the president of the College Democrats, let alone the Albany Democrats, in here to talk about this. That speaks volumes about the commitment of this party to the national agenda. Thank you. There are college Democrats here. Yeah, I yeah. have a question. Yes. Who is the chief of police of the LGPD? I am. LGPD. <laughs> Will is. Be <laughs> <laughs> <The> secretary. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to play some more music for you folks. It's Talib Kweli. Then we are going to have one more speaker, and we are going to do D-Bag of the Week. You're listening to Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. Yeah, I like to go out to clubs. Lost Palmas, you know. She just envy if I want to get grimy with it. Bungalow 8. OPM down in Miami. But when I walk in, I look around, and I think... Talking holla back, and nigga what? So much cleavage and ass crack. Pussy was stocking with plummet on the Nasdaq. 
blank stares like nobody care in the room so exclusive nobody there but really truth is that nobody there cause it's feelings inside that nobody share I want God to smile on me but see fame is a drug and you wild on ease celebrities decorated like Christmas trees got complex like they born on Christmas Eve sing a song to yourself and you stand alone get nominated for a gold gramophone walk the red carpet left your man is home securities not your people camera phones you got rose gold yellow bottles pink cashmere so ahead of the trend so last year last month last day last hour last minute your pursuit of crew is so passionate who would have cashed in it laugh in his face if it's death or anybody will stay in his place so popular can't go nowhere folks stopping you might want to check the thermometer when you went to a room that you process so around about people still lonely that's why you need disguises well probably <laughs> to Meg. It's Cognitive Dissonance. It is time for one of my favorite parts of the show, D-Bag of the Week. But before we go into D-Bag of the Week, I'd like to introduce another Laramie community member here. I have Matt Stannard. Howdy, and folks. He, yes, and he is here with me. And Matt, you have several things going on this weekend. Yeah, as uh, always, uh, we have our podcast, Shared Sacrifice Weekend, coming up tomorrow from 12 to 2 on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, this weekend, we will be interviewing for the third time, he's been on the show, um, Professor Alan Schoenberger of Loyola University Law School uh, will be joining us tomorrow on the podcast to talk about the implications of last week's Supreme Court decision Ooh, in yes. Citizens United versus FEC uh, and the way in which that changes the dynamic of corporate financing of elections. We will have the best democracy that money can buy. Exactly. Uh, or if we didn't before, uh, this ensconces it a bit. Yes. We'll see what uh, Professor Schoenberger has to say about that. He's right. also a, he also likes to talk about uh, uh, Guantanamo Bay, and Ooh. so we'll probably talk 
talk about the uh, the ongoing struggle and kind of the frustration that a lot of progressives have with the Obama administration uh, in terms of uh, Obama dropping the ball and kind of sticking his foot in his mouth so much on the on the Gitmo issue, <laughs> which we've heard some of that frustration tonight. Thank you, Malcontent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I was uh, I was very happy uh, to hear the angry Malcontent because I, I saw Obama's uh, speech today live uh, before. Uh, the uh, Republican caucus, uh, and um, I thought that uh, you know once again, I mean, I disagree with a lot of, uh, of Obama's uh, policies. I you know I come at it from a kind of a uh, kind of to the left of Obama, but uh, but I thought that he was making a genuine effort to try to reach out across the aisle once again, uh, only to be uh, pigeonholed and and uh, you know basically just ignored and mocked yep. in, in my opinion so uh, so I thought uh, the malcontent hit the nail on the, pr- the hit the proverbial nail on the head yes. uh, as uh, as he often does uh, yes. in fact that was even I, I would even give that a 9.7 uh, because I could dance to it uh, yes. so good job yeah. angry malcontent on that of course on Sunday my favorite part of the week uh, 2 to 4 p.m. when I get to come in and do Sunday school uh, with all of you boys and girls in the Laramie community yes. uh, with a combination of unsigned artists uh, and uh, some other unusual avant-garde music, some political music, and a little bit of political commentary. Uh, this is the third uh, week uh, weekend that we've done it. It's uh, it's been fabulous. Uh, it's been and so, fantastic. So you'll want to hear. You know, you'll want to join us on ninety-three point five on Sunday from two to four p.m. with Sunday school. Uh, but I think the important thing is that we have to get into. Uh, what what I like to call hyperbolically the unsatisfactory person or persons of the week. Oh, I like to call them the D-bag of the week. And you know what? I'm tossing aside the regular D-bag music. Guys, you're getting the Imperial March, Wheatland School Board, I'm calling you assholes out! Joe Fabian, Lee Dunham, Clara Powers, Kelly Tyson, I'm talking to you! Yeah, that's right, I'm talking to you. Voting against hanging banners that say no hate. Now, I understand that people have their own religious beliefs, and you you even were quoted in the press as saying, okay, and this is Joe Fabian here, you agree with the aspects of the program, but you have concerns that students who oppose various issues, for example, abortion and homosexuality, might be they, they might wind up persecuted and not have protection from the program? Suddenly you're worried about bullying. Suddenly, Suddenly you are worried about the idea that some students will be bullied for their private beliefs and their private lives. And do you understand that in order to be concerned about that, you must first be concerned about bullying in general, which means you must first be concerned about hate, which means that you're sort of a walking contradiction. Uh, I, mean, I can't even I can't even follow the logic. I, 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 I've, seen, I, I've seen more easy-to-follow logic from a Lewis Carroll book. Thank you. And the thing is, though, is somebody saying, I'm against homosexuality? Get with the times, Joe. That's like saying, I'm against people with brown hair. Yeah. I'm rallying against people who are brunettes because, you know what, I think they're bad. I'm sorry. This is a public school system. And I would like to clue you in on a little secret, Joe and Lee and Kelly and Clara. I feel like I know you now because I've seen you guys in the press so much lately. I would like to clue you in. This program would protect an evangelical Christian. This is about not hating anyone. Anyone, including an evangelical Christian, including a Muslim. 
including an atheist, including a gay person, including a straight person, and you know what? You tore down the banners, and now you are making the state of Wyoming look like a bunch of intolerant, shit-kicking rednecks again. And, and I'm just not cool with it. And it gets and. even better than that because uh, because whatever litigation will follow, which you will probably lose because yes. of tremendous precedent on the issue, uh, the, 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 the people of Wyoming get to pick up the tab for it. Thanks. That's that's what's great. That you, you know, you're spending money that could be spent actually educating people, and you're forcing us to spend money to defend your convoluted, deeply illogical and hateful decision. It's yes. depressing. It's very depressing. Yes, and I, I like Lee Dunham's comment. If this is the way one chooses, then they can lead this particular lifestyle. But I don't believe it needs to be publicly displayed in a school. Guess what? No one publicly displayed it in the school, Lee. No one publicly displayed it at all. There weren't any you know, gay people that were asking to go make out in front of the second graders. Because, I mean, if you have some inside information that we don't have, please feel free to share it with us. And please, just let us know so that we can, you know, move on from this like you're telling us to. I mean, you guys are in the press telling us to move on. But I, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Because I don't think it can happen at this point. I really don't. I, you're not, it's not going to be able to be moved on from, because this has now hit the national sphere, and I would really like to see us on Rachel Maddow. And I just want to say, uh, that in, in contradistinction to our, our, our D-bags of the week, uh, that uh, the three members of the school board yes. who voted the other way Regardless, in my this, this is just my opinion, but regardless of, of whatever reasons they had for voting the other way, uh, or whatever they believe inside, they they did the right thing, and they're, they're real heroes uh, of this. And, and we need to be hearing from them. Uh, yes. And, and we need to remember that this was a four-three split, uh, which should I think tell I, I I would like that to be what the nation and the world understands about this decision. Is that it was close. That this was a, a close decision and that there are cooler heads and cooler people in Wyoming than I think yes. oftentimes the national media is uh, it, it leads us to believe. And, and, uh, and I think that uh, the, I think it's right to draw comparisons to previous tragedies and previous struggles that the people of Wyoming have had uh, regarding same-sex issues and tolerance issues, but I think it's also important to remember that in those situations, too, there were a whole lot of cool people in this state uh, yes. that came through and that showed the state what we're all about. Yes, and I, I am giving you guys a chance for a do-over on February 15th, okay? I may have just cussed you out, but I tell you what, any four of you want to come on to my radio show and defend your decision, I promise to play nice. I will not drop one swear word. I will let you speak. I will let you speak your piece. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably going to disagree with you. But I will let you speak your piece. As of right now, I know you guys have uh, wised up and shut your pie holes in the press because y'all just look like idiots. I'm not going to lie. I mean... It's saying that the Anti-Defamation League is pushing an, ag an agenda that is pro-gay marriage. Yeah, Joe Fabian. Yeah, um, yeah, Anti-Defamation I mean, League don't... win this award yeah. solely on the basis of insulting the Anti-Defamation League. For yeah. God's sake, man. For really? God's sake. It's, I mean... I mean you know why don't you why don't you take a swipe at the Salvation Army and the Holocaust Museum while you're at it? Sure. I mean they might as well. Yeah. And Lee Dunham, 
I'd like to say that um, Wheatland, yeah, they're an ultra-conservative community, but you, 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 you associate with the ultra-conservative community of Wheatland. You didn't see the progressive people that came here to give comment, to speak their piece. You didn't see those people. You weren't here. I invite you to come here, and I invite you to meet them. And you know what? I know this is my turf, but like I said, I will play nice. That is my challenge. My second D-Bags of the Week. You guys don't get the Imperial March. You're not badass enough for it. So, I mean, or maybe just evil enough. I don't know. Jack and WB on Weederville.com. Just shut up. No one wants to hear your bullshit anymore. I had a little exchange with Jack earlier. And I, I'm just going to keep referring to you as Jack that doesn't know dick. Because you keep going on there and you keep talking about it. Homosexuality is a mental illness. Jesus freaking Christ, man. I am a psychology major. I'm getting ready to graduate. Please, please, please don't try to school me on psychological theory right now because it is literally leaking out of my ears. And yes, it was a political decision. It was a political decision just like the civil rights legislation was a political decision. So if you want to come on my turf and argue why the civil rights legislation was a bad idea because it was a political decision, please, sir, feel free. I'm calling out WB, even though I'm not sure WB's comment is still on there. But they, WB essentially said that uh, there's plenty of barbed wire fence to tie people like me to, people who oppose this decision. WB, I don't know if you're just a fucking troll or what, but seriously, not cool. Okay, they, you're damn lucky that nobody traced your IP address and sent a cop to your doorstep because that can be seen as a threat. That can be seen as a threat to anyone who commented on there saying there's a barbed wire fence that we can be tied to. Thanks for referencing Matthew Shepard yet again. I know, it was awful. We're all trying to move past it, really, but seriously, just stop. I, I think my favorite comment, though, from Jack, I really do have to share this with you people because it was just so bizarre, absolutely bizarre. He said to me tonight at 6.39 p.m., I, I would not comment back. I wouldn't, like, calling him names or anything. I, I was very cordial, <laughs> a little condescending, maybe. And he said, a student radio show such as yours would probably give my radio some sort of electronic disease. Really? Buddy, put your tinfoil hat back on because the radio waves are leaking into your brain again. They're coming, man. They're coming. They're coming. They are. They already. We, we already have. <laughs> We've already infected you. You've already been infected. You already have your radio transmitted disease. It is an RTD, Jack. I told you on Weederville that I was going to address you tonight, Sonny, and I don't think you're going to be happy about it. And talking to me like I'm a kid, I don't appreciate that, okay? 25 years old, I served my country. What the hell did you ever do with your life, sir, other than get on a website and be a goddamn troll? All right, come meet me on my turf. Prove me wrong. Last D-bag. This is a quick mention. And Wheatland School Board, this is who you've been included with. Andre Bauer of South Carolina, the lieutenant governor, who compared poor kids to stray animals and said that you don't feed strays because then they breed. Kindly STFU. That's all I'm going to say about that one. I don't want to repeat his comments word for word because they were absolutely fucking horrible. This one is going out to the Wheatland School Board, to Andre Bauer, and to Jack and WB, who I am pretty sure are male, on Weederville.com. This is... Conservative, Christian, right-wing, Republican, straight white American males, Todd Snyder, 93.5 KOCA. Conservative, Christian, 
right-wing Republican, straight white American male. Gay bashing, black fearing, poor fighting, tree killing, regional leaders of sales. Frat housing, cake tapping, shirt tucking, back slapping, haters of hippies like me. Tree hugging, peace loving, pot smoking, porn watching, lazy ass hippies like me. Tree hugging, love making, pro choice and gay wedding, widespread digging hippies like me. Skin color blinded, conspiracy minded, protesters of corporate greed. We who have nothing. And most likely will till we all end up locked up in jails by conservative Christian, right-wing Republican, straight white American males, diamonds and dogs, boys and girls living together in two separate worlds, following leaders of mountains of shame. Looking for someone to blame. Diamonds and dogs, boys and girls, living together. In two separate worlds, following leaders of mountains of shame, looking for someone to blame. I know who I like to blame: conservative Christian, right-wing Republican, straight white American males. Saving, flag waving, rush loving, land paving, personal friends to the quail. Quite diligently working so hard to keep the free reins of this democracy. From tree hugging, peace loving, pot smoking, barefoot and folk singing, hippies like me. Hugging, peace loving, pot smoking, porn watching, lazy ass hippies like me. Every time we think 
about same-sex parents. Oh my gosh, we exclaim. I mean, to people who want to provide a protective and nurturing family environment, have they no shame? It's so deviant. It's the Lord's holy word. As my second wife said to my third, that a family's based on obligation and fear. We're defenders of marriage, connubial narcs, ever vigilant patriotic patriarchs. Defenders of marriage, defending the institution from people who want to get married. to annoy Dick Cheney and Dick Army. We're an army of dicks with a militant stance, getting the government off our backs and into our pants. Defenders of marriage, defending the institution from people who want to get married, have their insurance carried, be beneficiaried, and be with the ones they love when they are buried. All right, kids, it's pumpkin time. That's right, bitches. I'm Cinderella, and you didn't think that, did you? I know you're insulting me. You're listening to Meg, Cognitive Dissonance, all night. We've been taking comment on the Wheatland School Board decision. And you know what? Go sign the petition at readerville.com. If you didn't get a chance to come in tonight to comment, the show will be on the Internet. You can listen to it. So I guess that's a consolation prize, maybe. But in all seriousness... I am going to send this to the Wheatland School Board, cussing and all, because they're grown-ups too. I think they can deal with it. And on Wheaterville.com, when you sign that petition, I'm being serious when I say sign it. This one's for Jack. That was a commenter's suggestion, and I think it's golden, because nothing will piss him off more than to see 20 people sign that petition with, this one's for Jack, I support this petition. Because seriously, what pisses trolls off more than um, being ignored? being mocked and ignored simultaneously. That pisses them off. All right, kids, tune in next Friday and also tune in tomorrow night. You will hear me with Andrew Simons on checks and balances. As always, ending with Pirate Radio, I'd like to thank everyone who came in and spoke and especially the people who drove over from Wheatland. We appreciate hearing your point of view because obviously you're very connected to this issue. It's David Rovick's Pirate Radio 93.5 LPFM KOCA. This is how it started. It's not hard to understand. From coast to coast they're lying at a CEO's command. From Nationalist Public Radio, CNN and NBC. Big Brother spewing propaganda from the disinformation ministry. They say the economy is booming, we hear the homeless beggars cry. They say we help poor countries, we see bombs falling from the skies. Reality doesn't exist, they're trying to say. But some of us decided there is another way. Seize the airwaves, seize the time. Cause lying to the people is the real crime. When it's all owned by corporations and theirs is the only word. We will seize the airwaves, speak freely and be heard. We will seize the airwaves, speak freely and be heard. Someone got a transmitter, 
started up a station. Then the idea spread right across the nation. Like the land and water, the air must be free. So let us shout together. Fuck the FCC. Seize the airwaves. Seize the time. Cause lying to the people is the real crime. When it's all owned by corporations and theirs is the only word. We will seize the airwaves, speak freely and be heard. We will seize the airwaves, speak freely and be heard. In a grassroots style Tearing down the fences Throughout this whole square mile It's the new town meeting It's the way the news should be The rulers call it chaos We say it's democracy So when you turn on the radio And you've had it with this shit From 88 to 107 Makes you wanna have a fit When you listen to the music And it's all the same pop song Start up a pirate station Cause that's where you belong Seize the airwaves Seize the time Cause lying to the people Is the real crime When it's all owned by corporations And theirs is the only word we will seize the airwaves, speak freely and be heard. Seize the airwaves, seize the time. Cause lying to the people is the real crime. When it's all owned by corporations and theirs is the only word. We will seize the airwaves, speak freely and be heard. We will seize the airwaves, speak freely and be heard. KOCA LP 93.5 FM Laramie.